You're a successful business owner or entrepreneur. You love it, but it consumes your entire day and sometimes your entire night. This is the Seven Figure Builder Show. It's a backstage pass to the minds of those who've already cracked the code. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. And now your host, Julie Baranek. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. My name is Julie Baranek, founder of Seven Figure Builder, where we help high achieving CEOs free up time with gorgeous automations to scale their business to seven figures and beyond. And I'm here today with my friend, Izzy White. Hey, Izzy. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So for anyone who's not had the pleasure to meet you yet, can you tell us just a little bit about what you do with your business? Yeah, absolutely. Like a lot of us, I tried the corporate the corporate thing right after I graduated college and I was in the tech world working on app design. And I just quickly realized that my values didn't really align with that industry and I needed to make a change. Um, I transitioned from working in the corporate world and I was in this period of transition to figure out what I should do next. And I had a really great experience where I was able to work as, while I was freelancing, I was able to work with some really amazing heart-centered entrepreneurs and they just opened my eyes to a new side of the business world. And I leaned into it a little bit. And now I am a branding and website designer for heart-centered entrepreneurs. And I help them have a platform to get noticed by clients that could benefit from their services. I love it. And it's, I would say so much more fulfilling, I think, when you're able to like get behind a purpose and help somebody and see that value impact their business versus maybe a corporate world is maybe not quite so fulfilling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think some people find it, you know, they find their passion in the corporate world. But for me, I like to have more hands-on effects with the clients I was working with. And being in app design, it just seemed so many steps between seeing a real impact in the people that I was working with. And so now I get to choose who I work with and I get to be really hands-on in their business and honestly become really good friends with my clients. And for me, that, that was much more meaningful. That's awesome. So do you help them with the initial concept to the full design to then building it out? Or where do you help them in that process? Yeah. So I do everything from we, with all my clients, I always start with an hour long, just get to know them session because I am a values-based brand designer. And so I think that starting with understanding their values and their passion and their mission is also important to establishing the branding. And so we start on that. So we go everywhere from initial concepting to brand strategy, to brand design. And then if they're ready for a website, then I also help them design a website with their new branding. All aspects of it, I like to be hands-on with. That's awesome. And do you find that you help more like beginning business owners or people that are maybe a couple years in and they're rebranding and taking it to the next level? Yeah, that's a fun question. I was actually just talking to someone about it recently. I feel like there's two types of people that start a business. There's like the people who start a business and they know their direction right away. They have the funds to start their business and that. But then there's also the side of the business world where they start their business because they want to do something different. They're not totally clear right away. They don't have funds to start a business. So they're scraping by. So sometimes I start with people branding right away when they're like, yep, I know what I want to do. I have the funds to invest in branding. And so sometimes I get to work with those people like from the very beginning of their business. But then also there's a lot of people who don't quite invest in branding until they, they're a little bit further along. So maybe two to five years, they're like, okay, I DIY my branding. Now I'm ready to like actually invest in branding and make everything look good. And so I kind of get a combo of those two types of business owners. That's awesome. And it's a lot of the similar skills, but definitely a different perspective. And 
I know I've worked with clients on those ends of the spectrum as well. It's a lot of fun to dig deeper into their business and figure out, okay, what are your drivers behind it? Where do you want to go with this? And then really help them soar from there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it is I'm not a coach, but I always say, especially when I work with those people who are starting their business and I'm like one of their first investments, there's a lot of handholding and cheering on that goes with it. Even though I'm just doing their branding, it becomes like a really hands-on process where I get to help those business owners really take the first steps in their business. And it's really exciting to see that. That's awesome. Do you have favorite tools and platforms that you'd like to use or what's your go-to? Mm, yeah. So I, I went to college for graphic design and in college, there was no alternatives. We learned Adobe and that was it. <laughs> I don't know. It's the academic side of design. They like only trust Adobe. So that is where I'm like officially trained in Adobe. But now I'll dabble in a lot of different areas. I'll occasionally use Canva. I know that a lot of like academically trained designers like to say a lot of mean things about Canva. <laughs> it's a great tool. So I'll dabble back and forth. And then as far as website design, I lean towards show it for most of my website design. If people don't have a platform that they're super in love with, I always recommend them to go to show it, but I will occasionally work in other uh, website platforms if my clients are really stuck in staying in wherever they're at, but I like show it the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I've used Creative Cloud or before Creative Cloud pretty much my entire career, which was, God, I started almost 18 years ago. So it was like Dreamweaver and Tables when I first started voting things out. And that's come way far since then. Mm. Yeah, I love Adobe, but I since I found Canva, I <laughs> love it and I have nothing bad to say about it. Like I use it for pretty much everything, even though I have the full Creative Cloud on my computer. I know. And they make it so easy. Like I, I know how to like edit videos in Adobe Premiere and I know how to do all that, but it is really professional grade and like really great. But sometimes I just feel like there's 12 extra steps in Adobe Premiere where I could do it in like, two steps in Canva. So it's, and I go back and forth and then <laughs> just like, oh, I should just do it quick on Canva and get it done. And then sometimes I'm like, no, I should be professional and do it in Adobe. But both platforms are honestly great nowadays. Yeah. That's funny. So actually to videos, what do you use for videos? Because I use Premiere all the time and it's, I'm looking for something simpler because I can do everything I want in Premiere, but I need to get faster. Yeah. I go back and forth, honestly, because I know Premiere. So I know how to set the timelines and do those things where if I really want to add text at a certain point, not that I do a lot in video nowadays. So nowadays, really, I do most of it in Canva because a lot of the video that I do is just like editing short snips of a video to go on a website or um, something to be a banner. And so it's not like a ton of, I don't do as much of the long I don't know, edited videos. And nowadays it's a little bit more of making snippets of things to go right. certain places. And in those things, I'll just do Canva because they have such a great process to creating GIFs, which I use a lot of on website design now. And making GIFs in Adobe Premiere for some reason is just so complicated. And so <laughs> I, a lot of times I know, now I just go with Canva and I think you can actually like fully edit and clip together different videos in Canva now too. So I don't think you can do text yet. So if I had to do text, I would probably go back to Premiere. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's definitely more limited, but it's a lot easier if you're <laughs> using smaller files and you can import them in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you find is your design inspiration when you're working with clients and figuring out their branding? Do you dig into their colors and where do you get your inspiration from? 
Hmm. Honestly, I get it from them. I am such a people person. I love people. I love getting to know people and just figuring out what they care about, what they're passionate about, and like truly just what makes them different and unique. I'm such a people person. And like I said, that's always the first step when I work with people is just really getting to know them. And so then after I get to know their personality and what they care about, it's I shouldn't, it's not like easy, but it's so inspiring a lot of times what they're doing, these passionate business owners that I love pulling inspiration straight from the people. I've worked with clients whose values are really down to earth and it's easier to pull out colors and ideas and fonts and branding inspiration from the person. So that's a lot of what I do. And I know that doesn't always, I think people that when I talk to a person, it's really easy for me to see their colors, (laughs) which sounds really weird. And so I know a lot of people like struggle with that concept, but yeah, it's just really easy for me to pull branding inspiration straight from the person. That's a lot of what I do, but I also like Pinterest getting different ideas from other designers and photography and things like that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And I, you're pulling it from the person and the personality as your source of inspiration, then it's truly more authentic to them. So I think that's really cool. if That's the source that you're pulling from. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do is I think that for a while branding was a lot of trying to make yourself look a certain way and trying to fit into the boss babe aesthetic. And, (laughs) And everyone started to kind of look the same. All of these online business owners just looked like so-and-so the influencer instead of themselves. And nowadays there's such a big trend where people are trying to show more of the personality because consumers and potential clients care so much more about being personally connected to the business owner. And so now there's this really cool trend where people are actually trying to be like really authentic in their branding and showing their personality more. And so that's, that's a big reason why I do that now because it's so much more effective in marketing and it's also so much more personal, which people really love. Which I think it's a lot easier if you're just truly trying to be yourself rather than trying to be somebody else. And yeah, it's easier, but I think sometimes it's scarier too. Like I think when we were able to hide behind just looking like all the other business owners and we didn't have to like be ourselves and it wasn't so much pressure. Whereas now it's okay, be authentic, (laughs) show your flaws. So I don't know. I think that's why we fell into it just because it was like a little bit easier to hide behind. Whereas now it's no, be real, be honest, be authentic. And it takes a little bit more guts, but I think it's, I think it's worth it. Definitely. And what have you found is your favorite lead generation strategy with your business? For me, it's really just, I think originally when I started my business, I fell into I call it a trap, but I think it works for some people, but the idea of attraction marketing, where basically you just show up and you act I don't know, cool. And people find you and like just fall in love with you and want to work with you. Um, and so I did it for a long time. And I was like, this is not really working for me. I don't know if I'm just like not cool enough or what. So I really had to like take some time to, to readjust and figure out like what was more aligned with my personality. And for me, it's just talking to people. I love, I love doing coffee chats and building connections and building a network because I truly feel like when you go on a coffee, I don't know, virtual coffee chat with a person with like open intentions, not necessarily being like, oh, I want to sell this person my website, but just being like, oh, this is what I do. What do you do? How can we help each other? That person might know five people in the future that need a website. And so it's just this idea of just building authentic connections and a network with people in the online business world and just seeing where those connections go. And just talking to people is honestly my biggest lead generation right now. That's awesome. Yeah. I guess we used to do it in person and now we do it also virtual. (laughs) I know. It's so weird. Since I've been 
since I've owned a business, I haven't been to like a single in-person networking event because my business is almost two years old now. And so basically the whole time or like the first year was really during the pandemic. And so there wasn't a lot of these in-person networking events. And so I don't even know how to network in person anymore (laughs) because I'm so used to it virtually and doing these like online coffee chats with women from all over the world. So yeah, it's funny how that network shifted what it looks like now. Totally. Yeah. What would you say throughout your journey has been the hardest part of being an entrepreneur? Ooh, I think just figuring out what it means to own a business. Because like I I had professional training and in the design in the design aspect of it. So I knew how to make a logo for a client. I knew how to talk to a client. I knew how to do these practical skills, but there's so much more that goes into it when you're on your own, when you don't have an agency behind you, or you don't have a a company behind you to bring in clients, to do taxes, to pay you. There's so much more of these like little tasks that you don't really think about when you're like, okay, I'm going to do it myself. It's like the bookkeeping or keeping up with lead gen and being a salesperson and just things like that, that you don't think right away. When I started on my own, I was like, okay, I'm just going to be a designer. And now that I'm here, I'm like, okay, I'm also going to be a social media manager. I'm also going to be an accountant. I'm also going to be this and this and this. And so I think it was really just figuring out all the other tasks and how to manage them all really. Yeah. Do you use automation in your business, like with your business in general and then with your marketing? Yeah, to an extent, I'm a huge system person. I geek out when I have a good system (laughs) and it works good. And so I, with my clients, I have a very built out automation with how I go through the process with them. And so like when a new client signs with me, especially when they're doing website, there's so many little things that I need from them. Like I need their login info. I need this link and all this stuff. And I have a really, I use Asana as my client, not management software, because I also have a client management software, but it's more like my place to gather information from them. I use Asana and I have a really great automation set up in HoneyBooks where once they sign with me, then there's all these steps that they go through to do their contract, do their invoice, get their Asana boards, start to do the tasks, remind them about the tasks and approve the designs eventually. And yeah, I've tried to make it so that it's easy for me and I don't have to think about it every single time I'm working with a new client. Yeah, that's probably my biggest automation right now. I think I might have a few smaller ones, but that's really my biggest one that I rely on a lot. No, and that's huge, especially for client onboarding. There is definitely that process that you walk through every single time. And to be able to get that and make it easy to work with you, I think is like priceless. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's just easier for them too, because then they like all these steps come to them. And that's, that's something that clients have said to me a lot is that they like the systems I've built, especially I have this one offer. It's called branding and website in a week. And because it's in a week, everything pretty much has to be automated and has to be like built in a system. So that way I can still be creative without having to deal with all these little things. And so clients have said that to me. They're like, I love the process. I felt like I knew what I was doing every single day. I knew what was expected. I knew all the next steps and yeah, it's easy for me, but also clients love it too. So it's easy for everybody. Absolutely. So for any business owners that are out there listening that are ready to take that next step or at the beginning of the process, like what is your advice for them? For branding or for website or both? Or both. If they're just getting started and they need help. (laughs) Yeah. I would say figure out, I think the first step is really figuring out if you're ready for it because branding is an investment and it's not 
it's not a cheap investment always, especially if you're working with a designer that's going to do a really good job. And so you really want the first step is truly just figuring out if you're ready for it. If you have a business that you're like, okay, yep, this is what I want to do. This is the industry I want to stay in because especially people change a lot. Like a lot of times, like people will start as a VA and then they want to do their branding and get everything established as their VA. But then a year or two into their business, they're like, I kind of like website design more or book could be more things like that. And there can be a shift. And so before you invest in branding, make sure you are set. (laughs) You don't have to be like written in stone by any means, but make sure you have a clear vision of what your business is going to look like. And then make sure you're ready for the investment because like I said, it's it's not always a cheap investment. It's something that you are going to want to invest in appropriately because if you just, I don't know, don't take it seriously, then you're only going to get so much out of your branding. You want to work with a brand designer that's really going to sit down, listen to you, care about your business and create a brand that's authentic to you and take that seriously and make sure you find a brand designer that's aligned with you. And so really you got to just map out first. Am I ready for this? And if the answer is yes, then am I financially ready for this as well? So that's kind of the first step. But then once you do that and you're like, okay, nope, I'm ready for this. Like I said, find a brand designer that's aligned with you. There's so many different types of designers with different styles, with different ways of talking to clients. Some designers like to just stay in their style and not necessarily create the same looks, but the same kind of vibe. And so if that's what you're looking for, find someone with that vibe, or if you want someone that's values-based, there's designers like that and just go through, there's millions of designers out there. So you want to make sure that you find someone that's really aligned with you and someone that um, you connect with. That's a really important part too. Totally. Because you'll be working very closely with them and getting to know each other that you want to make sure you click with their personality and having those conversations, looking at their work and making sure you like their style, you like their vibe and what they do for clients. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then as a website designer, that's, you're really handing over a lot of trust. You're letting them step into your business and get to know all the ins and outs of your business. And when you work with a website designer, you want to make sure it's someone that you can trust too and someone that you feel comfortable reaching out to if you have questions or um, if you if you don't exactly know what you need on your website, make sure it's a web site designer that's knowledgeable, that's going to be able to talk you through best practices of website design. And yeah, there's a lot of trust in letting anyone into your business really. The key is just making sure you have that connection. Definitely. So looking over your business and looking ahead to what you have in the future, how would you define success? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. I think very recently I like posted this thing on Instagram and I decided that I was redefining wealth last year. That was a huge step for me because I think that it can be really easy to fall into this trap where it's wealth is making 100K, making 200K, whatever that is. But really, I think your wealth should be defined by what's most important to you and how much of that you have. And for me, something that I value above all else is spending quality time with my friends and family. And I have friends and family all over the country. And so spending quality time with them isn't necessarily (laughs) the easiest task. But last year, I just felt I felt really wealthy in the sense that I was able to spend so much time with friends and family. And I was able to pick up my work and go spend two weeks with my sister in Colorado while I was working in her apartment, but then I would get to spend time with her and same with my parents. And so it's just, for me, I think success is being able to grow and expand my business, but also not losing that freedom and flexibility. That is the main reason I started my business. And I want my business to grow. I want to have clients that love me and I want to 
have a consistent client list that's craving to work with me and is okay waiting six months if I'm booked out. But I also don't want to let it take over my life in a sense where I can't go spend time with my friend if she needs me for a week or something like that. Yeah, kind of success for me is growing, but staying balanced. I love it. Yeah, Yeah. that flexibility is huge. I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's just so nice to be able to just go spend time with your loved ones when it's needed. Be able to take work with you. I remember in my corporate job, I asked for a Friday off once because my best friend was getting married and she was having a bachelorette party. And I asked for one Friday off and I got like an eye roll and like a, okay. They said yes, because they legally had to, but they like were saying no internally. (laughs) Saying don't ever ask again. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Like it's my best friend. This is something that's important to her. So it's important to me. And I just never want to feel like that again. I never want to feel like I can't show up for my friends and family because of work. That's not how my brain is wired. And so, yeah, having the flexibility to be able to prioritize things like that is, is so amazing. Awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. So what can people expect from you next? So I recently, not even recently, it was a few months ago, launched an offer, which is my signature offer now. It's called branding a website in a week. And it's one week where we sit down, I get to know them, I create their brand, and I launch them a four-page website by Friday. And I think in the future, my goal is to really just have that offer booked out. I would love to get to the point where I'm able to connect with as many entrepreneurs as possible and help them build a brand and publish a website that they're really excited about that really brings in clients that really is something that is helpful for their business and they can tangibly see that it it helped their business grow. And I truly believe that a good brand and website is one of the best ways that you can invest in your business and help your business grow. And yeah, in the future, I think I just really want to use that offer to connect with as many entrepreneurs as they can help their businesses grow. Awesome. I love it. And (laughs) how can listeners support you in your work? Where can they find you online? Yeah, you can find me on social media. I have Instagram. It's at Izzy Weight Design. That is the number one place that I really show up. And I love being social on there. Shocker, I know, (laughs) social media (laughs) app. But I feel like sometimes we lose that aspect of it. But I truly love just having conversations over there. So if you're interested in website, send me a DM. If you're interested in having a coffee chat, send me a message. It doesn't necessarily have to be website related. I just love talking to other passionate heart center entrepreneurs. So that's you come chat with me on Instagram or my website is izzyway.com. Perfect. And we'll have all the links below. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. Thank you so much, Izzy. I appreciate you being on. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was really great. Yeah. You can find me at sevenfigurebuilder.com and we'll see you in the next episode. You've been listening to the Seven Figure Builder Show with Julie Baranek. Julie cut her teeth consulting for Fortune 500 companies worldwide. And now she's redirected that knowledge and power to support entrepreneurs like you. She focuses on relationship-based lead generation and the magic of podcasting. If you're looking to elevate your business through storytelling, branding, and efficient systems, well, you found your new home. 
is what we do. If you enjoyed the show and got something from it, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Instagram at 7figurebuilder. Find the website at 7figurebuilder.com. And to learn how to automate your podcast with Julie, find that site at 7figurepodcastbuilder.com. See you next time on the 7 Figure Builder Show.